This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Today's episode is something I think that all of you can relate to when it comes to mornings. Because sometimes you may find that your mornings get away from you and maybe you have a hard time getting done what you need to do, right? You know, ask yourself these questions. Do you, do you hit snooze on your alarm in the morning? Do you hit snooze more than once in the morning? Um, do you stay in bed an extra 10 to 30 minutes? Do you find that you may have a hard time waking up in the morning and you, you kind of feel groggy, sleepy, things like that, no matter how much sleep you tend to get? Um, do you have a difficult time making time to do the damn thing that you need or want to do in your day? At the end of the day, do you find that you spent so much time answering emails, oh, bloody emails, right? And working yet you don't feel like you got enough done or you got done what you needed to get done that day. So if any of those questions resonate with you, then looking at how you plan out your morning could have a huge impact on your overall stress and feeling of overwhelm. Because managing that feeling of overwhelm or dread (laughs) that you might feel in the morning is really a matter of managing your mornings better. So think about what an ideal morning would look like to you. What what time would you get up and what would you do in the first one to two hours of the morning in order to absolutely crush your entire day? What, what, would, th- what would that look like for you? What would be the most important thing for you to do that day? How would your morning go? What, what do you see that what do you see is happening in that morning? What time would you eat lunch? What time would you work out? What time would you go for a walk outside to get some sun on your skin? What time would you finish your work at the end of the day? How would you spend your evening, the rest of your evening, you know, socializing, watching TV, uh, you know, hanging out with your family or just talking with friends, whatever that looks like for you. And then what time would you go to bed in order for you to get the best sleep possible for you? So I want you to sit here and visualize what that ideal day looks like for you based on those questions I just asked, ranging from what time you wake up in the morning to what you actually focus on that day, lunch, dinner, and how you want to finish out your day. I want you to sit here and literally visualize what that ideal, ideal day looks like for you. Now, of course, you know, having kids, having dogs and having a partner can change some of this for you, but you can choose what you want to control and what you may not be able to control. So focus on the controllables and let the uncontrollable things that you can't necessarily manage day in and day out, let those things fall off the radar when you visualize your ideal day, okay? Focus on the things that you can control and you can take action on to create your ideal day as you define it because 
however you define your ideal day, that's that's up to you. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you need to get up at 4 a.m., drink some, I don't know, what's the cool thing right now that's going, uh, like celery juice, I think is the thing now. I don't know. It's disgusting and doesn't have any scientific backing, but I'm not going to sit here and say, you need to wake up at 4 a.m. and then you need to drink some celery juice and then you need to do yoga and meditate for 20 minutes a day and then you're going to have the best day ever. I'm not, I'm not about that <laughs> because A, it's kind of a little bull, a bull, but B, it's not necessarily what's going to be working well for you. Okay. So my perfect morning is going to look a lot different than yours, especially if you have kids and things like that. So again, focus on the things that you can control and don't focus on the things that you cannot control or what I call just the uncontrollables. Okay. Now creating your ideal day does require you to come to terms with one concept that I frequently tout on social media and through my blogs and things like that. And that is that structure equals freedom. It sounds absolutely ridiculous and completely paradoxical, but there is some truth to this because, you know, you'll see that by having some structure to your life, you'll be able to achieve your biggest goals and and dreams that you set out for yourself. And that's ultimately, I think, what what all of us want. You know, we want to achieve some level of happiness. And, you know, we do think we're human. We do think that achieving our goals and dreams will bring a level of happiness for ourselves. And there is some truth to that, of course. Now, you know, and I'll I'll even share my own story here just real quick because it is completely relevant. When I first started my coaching business, Shift Human Performance, several years ago, I would often wake up at 4.30 in the morning, sometimes even earlier, closer to 4, in order to respond to client check-ins, emails, um, to write my weekly blog, and to learn about writing, uh, marketing, learn about website editing, all of that stuff. Um, Because I I, had never really run my own business before. And, um, you know, it was basically my only way to get done what I needed to get done for my business and my goals that I had for that business and for my clients that I had at the time. I had about, you know, just a handful of clients, uh, no more than 10 clients, I think at the time. And, you know, I was also working full time with my, my career. So, you know, that, that was a lot. That was an incredible amount of, of work and focus that I needed in order for me to get my goals and dreams met. And I needed to have the time and the focus to make my dream of making my business a reality. So by setting some rules for my morning in life or structure, I was really able to stay focused on my business growth while still working full-time in my clinical research career for a small biotech that I was working for at the time. Keep in mind that I was also traveling for that career every week or almost every week. So so many of these mornings that I that I spent were in a hotel room on the road while traveling. Uh, sometimes internationally, you know, and I was kind of just all over all over the place, but the way that I was able to keep my focus was by mastering my mornings and getting that as dialed as possible. So by creating structure to my day, I was able to become more productive and experience less stress as I planned for my departure from my corporate career at the time. 
I also spent much less time on social media and in far more time focused on my most important task of the day. And you're going to hear me talk about that a lot in today's episode is the most important task of the day, because that can vary obviously day to day, but that most important task, you know, uh, some coaches also call it like uh, most, uh, uh, what did they call it? MIT, (laughs) uh, whatever you call it, doesn't matter. That's going to be your biggest focus for that day. So regardless of what changes you make, or you want to make in your life, whether it's, I don't know, to lose a little extra weight that you might have, to gain muscle, to improve your performance, or to start your own business like I did. Adding more structure to your day will help you make that goal a reality. So first thing you need to do is you need to decide on what you can control. You can control what time you wake up, for example. You can control the first things that you focus on and do in the morning even if your kid wakes up when you do. And you can also control the systems that you have in place to manage your day. So the structure that you're adding into your day. The most important way for you to have a successful morning is to have a successful night the night before. So decide what time you want to go to bed the night before based on what time you need to wake up. All right. That's the easiest way for you to kind of focus on what you need to do and how, what time you need to wake up and all of this stuff. Okay. Now, you know, ideally aim for a solid seven hours of sleep at a minimum. And I'll, I'm sure I'll talk about this in a future podcast episode, but keep in mind that if you are a new parent, just do the damn best that you can, because we all know whether we're a parent or not, we all know that sleep is obviously, it's it's a priority as a parent, but when you have a, you know, a crying child, obviously you can't control that. So again, control the controllables. Okay. There is one caveat though with this tip, and it's if you're trying to wake up one to three hours earlier than you already do in the morning currently, then just try waking up 15 minutes earlier for a few days at a time. Don't try to wake up more than an hour earlier than you currently do, or you might hate life, you might hate me, and you might hate this whole process and think it's a failure. So keep that in mind and try to just focus on 15 minute increments at a time in terms of waking up earlier and and whatnot. Secondly, no matter what time you set your alarm, don't hit snooze. Maybe even consider leaving your phone if if you use your phone for your alarm, like most of us do nowadays. Maybe even consider leaving your phone across the bedroom so you need to get out of bed physically in order to in order to turn the the uh, the phone off or the alarm off. Because the funny thing about snoozing is that it it is it's what is most likely making you feel like crap in the morning. It's most likely what's making you feel really sleepy in the morning. Because you see, we have sleep cycles that we go through while we sleep, and they usually last about 60 to 90 minutes on average, sometimes 45 minutes for some people, but 60 to 90 minutes on average for most people, depending on what phase of sleep that they're in. We naturally wake up at the end of each of these sleep cycles. Okay, so every 60 to 90 minutes, that's usually when you stir in the middle of the night, that's when you turn over, that's when you adjust your pillow, and then you fall back to sleep. So if you hit snooze after your alarm goes off and you manage to fall asleep in less than the 10 minutes between snoozes, (laughs) then the alarm startles you awake, and guess what? You just royally screwed yourself for feeling well-rested. Okay, so you have single-handedly prevented yourself from feeling well-rested by hitting snooze. 
I, it is, this is not my opinion. This is just a fact from sleep researchers. So try not to hit snooze. All right. So secondly, don't hit snooze. Wake up. Even if you had an awful night of sleep, wake up and just start moving because that can make you feel better than just laying in bed underneath the warm covers. Okay. Third, once you do get up, spend at least 15 minutes working on your most important task or that MIT I talked about of the day. So whatever that most important task is for you that day, spend at least 15 minutes working on it that day. You can spend more time on it, of course, but spend a minimum of 15 minutes on it at first. Okay. Give yourself at least 15 minutes. That's a simple goal. It's very easy. Choose the time that you work on this MIT based on the time of day when you have the most energy and focus. So for some of you, it might be 5 a.m. It might be 6 a.m. Could be, I don't know, 10 a.m. Or it could be 3 p.m. If you're a little bit more of an afternoon, you know, type of energy person. Whatever time it is for you, do it and make a plan to have it done 15 minutes that day. Ideally, you know, try to do it in the morning because I think that most of you might find you, you will have most focus and you will actually get the damn thing done by doing it in the morning. But I'm just going to leave it up to you right now and just say, Hey, do 15 minutes during your peak, you know, moment of focus during your day, whenever that is for you. And this is ultimately how you win the day by setting a bedtime, setting a wake up time, waking up 15 minutes earlier, if possible not hitting snooze, that's a huge one, and then setting aside those 15 minutes at a minimum to work on your most important task for the day each day. And this is literally, this is how you win the day. No, you don't need to wake up at 4 a.m. every day, like I mentioned, you know, earlier, but try not hitting snooze and see how much better that feels. Because by winning the morning, by winning your morning, you will win your day. And you will seize control over that feeling of getting more, getting more shit done because, you know, it's one of those situations where you just need to try it. So this week, I dare you to not hit snooze and to aim for waking up 15 minutes earlier to focus on the most important tasks to you. See how it feels and let me know how it goes. DM me on Instagram at shift human performance. And also check out the show notes for some tips and links to a book that I do recommend reading on this topic. It's called The Perfect Day Formula by Craig Valentine. Shout out to Craig. I read this a few years ago and it was a game changer for me when it came to approaching my morning and just getting a hold of my morning that much more and really just taking control of my, of my day. And in essence, you know, this is why my business exists because I made for, I made a point to have my mornings be focused and successful and actionable. Once you take action in the mornings and you don't hit snooze, that's what's really going to change, change your morning. Now, am I perfect every morning with this? Hell no, I am not. But consistency, my friends, consistency. So as long as you're doing most of your mornings like this, then you you will find that it really adds up to long-term success. If you found this episode helpful for you to shift your mornings, to be more, more in alignment with your goals, then please, I would love it if you would leave a five-star review and a brief description of what was helpful for you. It would, it would really mean the world to me because it helps me 
beat that lovely algorithm and to get this podcast out to reach more ears and help more people because ultimately that is my goal. So until next week, have a beautiful day, friends. Let me know if you need anything. Drop a comment in the the podcast and I'm always here for you. I also wanted to announce my first official apparel launch. With most of these proceeds from this launch, they're all going to the nonprofit No Kid Hungry. And this nonprofit does some amazing work. They are helping feed children across the country here in the U.S., that are experiencing some food insecurity right now because they're not able to go to school physically because of the pandemic. So this is one way to help those those kids that are experiencing some food insecurity. Whether or not they have in-person classes, it doesn't matter. You you know, a lot of them are still just not having enough food at home, okay? It is a fantastic nonprofit. Check it out. I will have a link for it in the show notes, but the apparel store is only open until Monday. April 26th. So go and check it out. There's a link in the show notes. We have tank tops. We have crop muscle tees. uh, We have t-shirts for, you know, unisex as well as for women. We also have some three quarter sleeve baseball shirts, which are my favorite and some technical shirts and tank tops, as well as a hoodie. All of those things are on sale now. And there's a few bucks with every single purchase at least a few dollars are going to No Kid Hungry. So that is a huge benefit for you. You also get to represent Shift Human Performance, which I would appreciate, of course. And everything is made with super, super soft material and, of course, higher quality materials. So go check it out. Again, the cart closes on Monday, April 26th. So grab your gear now to help support No Kid Hungry, and I really appreciate that. 